Hello and welcome to A Chance to Cherish. Okay, this podcast, 15 minute or so episodes, and it's all about helping you cherish your child and yourself throughout your parenting journey. Okay, so we share self-care tips, inspiration and empowering mindset strategies for mums who want to feel more peace, gratefulness and less stress in parenting. Okay, so I'm Miranda Hodge. I'm your hostess. Um, I'm from the Cherish Mum Space Coaching. I am a teacher and I'm a life coach for parents and I also help parents with behavioural strategies around small kids and their emotions. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to A Chance to Cherish. Get ready for your next 15-minute episode right now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today. I'm Miranda from the Cherish Mum Space and I'm a teacher and a coach. I'm super excited to be talking to you guys. Um, Today, we're going to be sharing about how to help your kids behave and still stay connected. Okay, so feeling that connection with your child is what I'm all about here at the Cherish Mum Space Coaching and I love sharing all sorts of tips to do with that with parents and educators alike. So when you're in new situations, often, especially ones that have gone or new situations or ones that have not gone so well before, parents can already feel on edge that their child's not going to behave. And what often happens in that situation is that the parent resorts to threats The parent can resort to constant yelling, constantly being on their kid's back for for, um, want of another way to put it. And it means that the connection is already being lost, but with us and our child. Okay, it means that our child already feels a bit disconnected from us and a bit like, yeah, whatever, I'm not going to do what you want me to do anyway, often. That's not always the case, obviously. It depends on the child's personality. But if you've got a child who really, really, really is a bit of a struggle for you sometimes in the behavior department, then you want to build that connection. So on one hand, I'm always saying with parents, build connection with your kids and it's going to help with behavior. But if their behavior is already a struggle, then it can be really hard to build that connection with your kids. So... We're going to be sharing, I'm going to be sharing three of my most popular strategies, okay, that I use all the time with kids as a teacher, but also all the time with my own children and I teach other parents about them and educators as well, okay, on how to help your kids behave and still feel connected. I'm super excited. Let's jump straight into it. So the first one, the first thing that I really, really, really need to share is implementing clear guidelines. Now, clear guidelines, I'm not talking about giving your kids, you will do this and you won't do this and you will do this and you won't do this. They're like super rigid boundaries. Okay, that's great. It's really good to have clear boundaries. That's what I'm talking about to a point, but I'm not talking about reading your kids out, you know, the rules, you know, as like per se. I'm talking about saying, all right, let's have a little chat about what's going to happen in here. We're going to go into swimming, for instance. Swimming's a, a notorious one for parents where the child, kids can run off because it's different, it's loud, there's lots of different things going on. Okay, and I talk to lots of parents whose kids struggle in swimming or should I say the parents struggle in swimming because the child is overstimulated and there's too much going on and the child doesn't behave as the parent expects them to. So implementing clear guidelines. Now, it's all right to sit down and talk to your kids about this stuff. It's okay when you're on the drive there to say, what do we do when we're at swimming? Here's what we do. We hop in the pool and we make sure that we can see mum at all times and, you know, all these sorts of things. Do we run off as soon as we get there? No, we don't. Okay. What, do we listen to our teacher? Yes, we do. All those sorts of things. So making sure 
that you are sharing those clear guidelines with any child, okay, even if they're two, if they're one, you can still be talking about it, okay, I'm not talking about reading them, you know, out the law as they're going, have a little discussion about what it looks like to be at the swimming pool, what we do if this happens, what will you do if you are walking along the edge of the pool, do we run or do we walk? Okay, some of this stuff, some of these things are safety concerns, right? Okay, some of these things kids really, 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 really need to know because it's safety. But regardless of what it is, implementing those clearer guidelines is only going to be great for you as a parent, but also obviously very, very helpful for the child. Okay, if you've got something that your child always does, like running off or like jumping in the pool when you've, uh, you know, when they're not supposed to, then that's a great moment before anyone's in that situation to address it with a clear head calmness okay not like you're telling the child off calmness and going what actually does happen so ask them what should we do obviously if they're old enough to answer what do we do at the pool do you know what do we do when we see the water and we think it's amazing no we'll just hold on to mum's hand and we'll be able to hop in in a minute okay for instance that's just a really um just a common example so I thought I'd pick that out um so that's what we can do. Um, the second thing that I'm going to be sharing with you guys is making sure that we give that element of safety and a knowledge that you will be as fair as possible. So this is not so much for the pool, but this is for um, other situations. If you um, want your child to behave and still feel connected to you, you need to give them that all important feeling of safety. Now, it's not just safety as in don't fall into the pool because you'll bang your head. It's safety in that they're not going to be embarrassed. It's safety in knowing that they're going to have time, be given enough time to put their shoes on before you're hurrying them out the door like a crazy person. Okay, it's safety in knowing that you are for their good at all times and you are doing the best that you can for them. It's safety in going, I'm going to be allowed to explore a little bit here and that's going to be all right if I make a mistake. Okay, it's safety in knowing that you are actually for them and that is really really important the other time this really comes into effect is when there are other children in the mix so if you've got other kids in a situation and your child is going to you know be up against these other kids for one of another way to put it there's going to be an, or there just are a bunch of other kids in the mix the kids your child needs to know or your children need to know that you're going to be as fair as possible Okay, so for instance, I've got three children. Of course, they have arguments because they're normal. Okay, but they all know, or I hope they know, <laughs> that I am as fair as I possibly can be when it comes to helping them sort out these disputes, which I don't always do, by the way. They do have to sort them out themselves a lot of the time. But when I need to step in, I am as fair as I possibly can be. Sometimes I don't like it, but I'm as fair as I can be in those situations. Now, your child or the children you're working with need to know that you are not favouring anyone. As Bluey's mum and dad say, as Bandit says, there are no favourites. We are not trying to take one person over the other. We are being as fair as we can to everybody. Okay, so that's something that your child really, really, really needs to know. They need to know you're totally all for them, all of that, but you're not so far for them that you're going to dodge someone else to get it. Okay, to put it really bluntly and in layman's terms. Okay, so implementing those clear guidelines, um, making sure that your child understands that you are being as fair as you possibly can and that feeling of safety. 
Okay, so emotional safety, physical safety obviously is very important. Emotional, mental safety and understanding how you're actually going to keep that child feeling like you love them, that unconditional love. Those things, those two things so far go a long, long, long way in helping your child feel connected and especially the implementing clearer guidelines is helping them know how to behave and what is expected of them. Now, I've shared a little bit before, and you know, on my YouTube channel, on my podcast, wherever I've spoken, basically on um, expectations and higher expectations versus lower expectations. High expectations are great. Okay, you don't want to be so high that no one can reach them because we all know about that situation. Okay, we all know what it's like to not reach other people's expectations and how bad you feel. On the other hand, if you haven't got high enough expectations, it means that your child's not even striving at all and they get bored. Okay, I don't care who your child is, they get bored if the expectations are not high enough and they stop striving to reach them and they stop striving. Okay, a lot of the time. So that's not what we want. Okay, so making sure our expectations are reasonable and that we've communicated those as part of our clearer guidelines. It's okay to say, I want you to make sure that you put your shoes in the pram when we're swimming, before we go swimming. There's an example because last time we lost both your shoes or one of them. Okay, even worse. Okay, so those sorts of things are okay to say when you're implementing clearer guidelines. Now, just before we keep going, I would love to invite you to pop a rating on this podcast. Okay, this is a new podcast. You guys know that I'm sharing this stuff in a pretty new way here. I've been sharing on YouTube and all the other places for a while. Okay, and I've been coaching for a while, but this is a new podcast. Can you please, if you would like to give it a rating, tell me what you think of it. And then I'll be able to keep on creating this content for you. Thank you. Okay. On to number three. So the third one is making sure. So this is, a, I love this one. I heard this a few years ago and I was like, wow, that's actually, you know, monumental in how to um, reconnect with your kids when you, especially when you haven't connected with them for a while. Um, knowing what your child needs ahead of them asking. Now, when you want your kids to feel like you're connected to them and like they're behaving and all those sorts of things, um, knowing what they need is a huge part of helping your child feel like you are on top of things. Now, that sounds really obvious, but if you know that your child is going to need a drink of water and they, instead of going, oh, I need a drink of water, you're like, yep, and I've got one here. They feel provided for. They feel safe because you have just provided for them. They, under, they feel understood and they feel like you've got their back. So if, if I come to you as an adult and I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to do. And you said to me, I've been thinking about that actually. And here is what you can do in that. Here's an idea for what you can do in that situation. I would immediately feel cared for. I'd immediately feel thought of. I'd immediately feel thankful because you've just given me some tips, right? Okay, that you've actually thought about. All of those things would make me feel safer and more part, like more loved. Okay, more understood and like I belong more. And that's what we want to create with our kids. Okay. If our kids feel like they are connected, they feel like they belong. They feel like they're understood. They feel like they're provided for, and they feel like they're safe and respected. Then they've lost a lot of reasons to misbehave. Okay. People do misbehave anyway, but they've lost a lot of the reasons that are going to cause them to misbehave. Okay. As well. So that's really, really helpful for me. That's really helpful. Okay, making kids feel safe, people feel safe in general 
whether it's my coaching clients or people that I'm speaking to or kids that I work with, my own kids. Okay, making people feel safe is really, really helpful and it goes a huge way towards helping them behave. Do you struggle to get your kids to behave and still retain that connection? Is this something that you struggle with? I'd love to hear more about it. You can email me at thecherishcommunity at gmail.com. You can message me in all the channels. I'm on Instagram at the Cherish Mum Space Coaching. I'm on Facebook at the Cherish Mum Space Coaching. That's what I do. So if you want to contact me, please feel free. If you want to jump in as one of my last coaching clients for 2022, then please, please, please contact me real quick and we'll be able to sort something out before the Christmas, crazy, crazy Christmas season. Otherwise, I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, amazing day. And I hope your kid, this helps you with your kids, helps you help. Hope this helps you help your children behave and feel connected and speak clearly. All right. So there you go. I'm Miranda Hodge. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.